Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Jolene and Signana woke to find all their possessions stolen by a snurson named Anna. So they trekked through the desert in search of revenge. They stumbled on some hunters who agreed to take them back to the burrow, home of the Cobberan people. In the Blisterwood, things escalated as Cremora tried her hand at grave robbing, leading to three guards perishing in the icy grasp of her magical death bowl. Now, they need to find a way to get back to the island of Kartos more than ever. Nim, Cremora, what the fuck? Okay, so there's dead people. You put some of them in jars. What the fuck are you doing now? More people will come. I know you can kill them, but I like maybe you shouldn't. I really I prefer not to. That was not fun. I, uh, I mean, it doesn't super matter. They're just people. It doesn't matter. Pip runs over. What? I heard a commotion. What happened to these guards? They got in the way. Let's go. We're on a very tight schedule. I didn't really want to kill them, but, you know, it's sad shit happens. Well, the whole town would have died anyway. That's how I'm choosing to interpret it right now in this second, because we need to get back to our friends. This has been a long day for me. I don't know that I can trust anyone anymore. Oh, you can't trust it! Oh, you poor thing! How do we get back to the meeting place? I don't know. I mean, something summoned me there. I assume it was Katos. I don't know. Have you asked him? Do I have to talk to Kartos? Is that what I have to do? I don't know. A hole of barren rock opened in the ground and I walked in. Hold that thought. I'm going to sit back down, meditate, and use control elements to try and open a hole in the ground. You're back in the place. You're back in the dark place, not the meeting place. Ugh. What do you want to do that for? Can you take me back to the meeting place, please? I have your wind spirit. I- Consider this a hostage negotiation. Wait, he put it in me. Never mind. I know where you're going. I'm not taking you to my island. I'm not going to your island. I'm going to the ocean near your island because we want to see the end of the world, remember? Give up the ghost. My machines- I would happily give up the ghost. My machines have been on your ship. I know where you're really heading. I know where you've arrived. I've seen it. Okay, you know what? Fuck you, and I'm closing off the connection. You close off the connection, and where you are going to summon this hole of dirt, this hole has opened in the ground, and it is grassy with little flowers growing around the edges of it. That's different. Mm, No, my hole didn't quite look like that. I don't really give a shit. Kramora, shall we go in the hole with the flowers? I mean, that makes about as much sense as anything else that's happened today. I'm getting really blasé about murder. This is concerning. Uh, that's definitely something we should talk about, but probably not right now while we're in... Let's just go. Bye, Pip. You made my life worse as usual. Goodbye. As you enter into this place, it is a lush forest in a path that just leads in one direction. The trees build up like walls. There's a rocky outcrop with a familiar waterfall running down it. That's good. I remember that. Do you remember that? Definitely remember that. Awesome. There's no blasted landscape here at all. There's no cracked earth, and uh, it's just like a beautiful forest tunnel almost. 
So why don't you tell us about your new move? <laughs> so, I leveled up at the end of last session, and I took a companion class called the Abyss Walker, but I have reflavored it as the Element Walker. When you travel the elemental plane, and it affects you permanently, you may take this move when you level up. Marked by the Abyss. The Abyss has left its mark on you, and you suffer some form of physical debilitation, so marked by the Elements. In exchange, once per battle, you may simply do a damage to a foe of your choice, using the power of the Abyss to catch them off guard. So that's my Wind Hand. And then I take an Abyss Walk, or Element Walk. When you lead someone through the Elemental Plane, roll plus whiz. On a 10+, plus, you exit safely at the intended destination. On a 7 to 9, you get out of the Abyss, but the GM will choose one. You're in a place you've never been before, or something has followed you out of the Abyss. Well, that's fun. Could I get you to roll Wisdom, then? Oh, that's good. That is a 12. You walk through this beautiful landscape and you come out to the other end into light and suddenly you're you're wet. You're in water. You're in a body of water. Both of you are. As you swim to the top and break your head out the top, you can see you are surrounded on all sides by desert and you are floating in an oasis and the edge of the oasis is surrounded with flowers, beautiful flowers, before it returns back to the sandy landscape beyond. Well, this isn't so bad. I suspect that this might not have been here until you opened that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that works, to be honest. That's Neither do I. <laughs> okay, I would have appreciated knowing that before you did it, but... <laughs> I mean, same to you, friendo, but here we are. Do you get out of the water? No. Oh. No, I'm just trying to... I like the water. I I am going to get out of the water. I don't <laughs> like it. No, I don't. We get out of the oasis. No, you can get out of the water if you want. Wringing my hair out. Do you want help with those books? Are they wet? I... I can unwet them. I mean, we're in a, we're in a desert, Nim. Yeah, okay. True. <laughs> Look, the wet things will dry off without you doing your element thing. Speaking of my element thing, and I raise my two elbowed goblin arm. Thanks for this. This place seems relatively safe. Do you want me to replace that now? Because I have the corpse. That would be swell. Okay. Dump out the guard corpse and just go, okay. Actually, no. I'll leave the body in the container until I've taken Nime's arm off, and then I'll take it out, cut it off, and then reattach it. I'm going to raise my new muscling beefy guard arm. Wiggle my fingers. That's so much nicer. Yeah, I'll just and like take the goblin arm back. I'll just have that back if I need it for the, and put it in the same thing as the goblin. That's fair. Thank you. And I'm sorry for what I said about your powers. It was unfair. No, not really. I mean, I have a hand again. About the murder. I... Uh, logically, I know I should care about the fact that I just killed three people, but honestly, I don't. I can't, I just... I don't know. It's like the impulse to care that I just ended three people's lives isn't there anymore. I'm going to take her head again. I know I said something about fixing you before, which was way out of line, but does that bother you 
Do you want that to be fixed? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I I think once you've seen what's on the other side, that's not easy. That wasn't easy. Knowing what happens. I shouldn't be alive, by all accounts. But I am. And I don't think I can ever go back to how I was before. I think a lot of me stayed dead. But I don't care. Are you happy? I think I'm about as happy as I can be. Okay. What do you care about? You know what I said before about how when I died, I couldn't summon fire anymore. Mm-hmm. And fireballs don't work like they used to. I think it's the same with caring about things. I think that fire has gone. And I don't think that I care as much about anything as I used to. I, I don't not care. I, I know that I should care. And I know that I used to be infatuated with you, but... I don't know anymore. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> too little, too late on my part, I guess. You did your best. Just your best involved making an awful deal with a greed demon and bringing somebody back from the dead, which is a terrible idea. I hope you're realising that now. <laughs> you, you know, I did. I did realise that. I've been realising that since the day it happened. I don't regret it. Maybe we you should. We got some good information. Okay, let's go find the others. I'm glad that ambulance went by, because we got a broken fucking heart in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, where you are, you're in an oasis. It's surrounded by these beautiful flowers. And then sand. So much Sand dunes that roll and roll and roll and then far in the distance you can see the mountain that just rises out of the ground with 90 degree walls we should get going mm-hmm. i mean we could just stay here for the night but i think we need to find the others yeah we should do that yeah they're useful and friends as well i so... am going to turn into an eagle. Okay, roll for eagle. Um, eight, nine, ten. Bam! Eagle. <laughs> Foof. Yeah, that classic eagle noise. Foof. Foof. God bless America. Foof. <laughs> and I am just going to fly up and look around to see if I can see these two. Okay, give me a discern realities. That's another ten. What should I be able to look out for? You don't see them. I suppose you would spy two things. The first thing is, is as you get up higher, you can see to the Never Eat Soggy West. You can't really see any like landmark there. It's just too far away. But you can see that to the west, there is this patch of like unnaturally thick storm clouds. Oh, good. You can see the mountain. From here, you might just be able to see that like, coming off of the mountain are huge walls of rock that run either side. But that's kind of on the very edge of view, so you can't get a great look at that. It's mainly just a really fucking big desert. What here is useful or valuable to me? You see a few kilometres away. 
heading towards your position are three figures. You, you think at first they're two figures, but you can see that there's one short, round figure with something else on top of it, and then another more humanoid figure. And you can't help but feel that the round one almost looks like the machines you have seen Kartos deploying. Mm-hmm. What here is not what it appears to be? I guess more abstractly, this oasis, the amount of life around it and then how quickly it gives way back to the desert. There's just something too idyllic about this oasis. Like, this isn't a place that could really just occur on its own. I'm going to fly back down and tell Cremora all that. Mm -hmm. I have literally no idea where they could be, but there's a big scary storm cloud that way. And the mountain is that way, but it has, like, sheer cliff face walls. And also, I think there's a robot somewhere in that general direction. And this place is giving me the creeps. Okay, I think the best course of action... I have no idea what the best course of action is, to be perfectly honest. I have no idea what to do. Neither! Great. We should probably... We should probably sleep, (laughs) honestly. A lot has happened. Here seems... Safe-ish. Okay. Uh, good night. Good night. Signana and Jolene, you are led by the Sneeple back into a village of sorts. It's called the Burrows, and that it very much is... There's a spot where the sand gives way to rocky faces of stone. Uh, not stone, but dirt. And dug into the faces of dirt are burrows. Little, small, like, mounds and holes. And so there's sleeping areas dotted around in different places, and then these central two faces of rocks with burrows lined on them that almost seem to remind you of market streets you would have seen with this sort of bustle and trade. But everyone here... A copperins. They're all snake people. So you said the sand gives way to dirt. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, it's like packed dirt. The sort of dirt you could burrow, but is stable yeah. enough to provide the structure for a yeah. a burrow. Can I try and reach down and like just get a little like cheese tasting sampler of dirt? Like get a little bit of sand as a palate cleanser? Like dabbing a little bit of salt on the tongue with this sand, just sort of and just have just a little bit of this dirt, just sort of taste it a bit, just go a little bit more. Do I like it? It reminds you of home. It's quite the delicacy back home, you know. Oh, you're a connoisseur too. Mmm. How lovely is it? It's just, you really feel the earth. You, you know, you get you get that taste. You get that, uh, how can I say? It really, really brings you back to your roots. Yeah, there's nothing tastier than building your first burrow. Mm-hmm. See, we're not so different, you and I. I'm surrounded by dirt-eating tubes. Okay, they lead you to the town square, and, and they go up to, uh... What's a great colour for a snake? Purple. Purple mm. is a real purple good Purple is color. an amazing colour for a snake. Yeah. They bring you up to a purple snake, and they're like... What's a great name for a snake? Slithers. Hey, Slithers! Catch a load of these guys! Look at them! They ain't got scales! What are they? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Ah, oh, no way! 
That's so cool. Wait, Santa wasn't talking shit? Well, wait, what did Anna say? Oh, Anna came in with all this treasure that she'd gotten off of weird, unscaled snakes with two mm. tails. Mm. That sounds very fascinating. We'd love to chat with Anna about that. Ah, uh, well, we all said she was full of it and turned her away. Ah, uh, I think she's heading to the Oasis. Hmm. Where would we find that? Oh, well, it's it's about three and a half days from here. Wow. It's to the Never East. The so Never East. Fixed. <laughs> it's to the East. Right. Yeah, real lovely place. Oh, my God. She's got it in her head about the flowers again. What flowers? Oh, she keeps having dreams about flowers, and she thinks they're going to cure her child. Has she actually been to the Oasis yet? Well, she's she started going there. Then she found some suckers, took all their stuff, tried to come back here to sell it so she'd get mm-hmm. a vehicle so she could get there faster. Then we wouldn't buy her shit. So then she left again. Yeah, so she took all that stuff with her to the Oasis? Yeah. She wouldn't be there yet. It's three and a half days away. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be quite cumbersome. It does sound like she's carrying more than one person's belongings. Maybe like one and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. She's pretty tough. She's got good muscles. She's always carrying a kid around everywhere. Oh, that's fair, yeah. Hmm, yeah. Mm. Well, that poor conda. Poor conda. Yeah. What's a conda? A child. And it's conda. Ah. Do you know what conda's sick with? Or does no one know? No one really knows, but that flower can cure anything. Hmm. Well, if it even exists. So it's something of, like, folklore, or... Ah, uh, kind of. I don't really know that much about it. Oh, she could tell you all about it. She's got her conspiracy theories. Hmm. Has the Oasis been here for a while, or did it just magically spring up a little while ago? Oh, the Oasis has always been here. Hmm. It's the only life in this whole place. You guys are alive. She's got you there. It's the most lively thing. You know, there's like a gradient of liveliness. Hmm. I don't have the zest. That place has got the zest. We don't have much zest here. So why are you living here and not at the Oasis? Yeah. When we go to the Oasis, the clonk-clonks generally come after us. The clonk-clonks? It's the big circular things with all the many legs, right? Yeah. Yeah, those. Hmm. On the clonk-clonk masters and the... Yeah, there's a few few types, but yeah, that's the main main one you probably... Yeah. There's oh, you types have, you, of clonk-clonks? Also, they're called clonk-clonks? Yeah, clonk-clonks <laughs> is pretty weird. That's not threatening at all. Well. Oh. Meldus wasn't very threatening. Just like how you I'm not threatening at all. Yeah, you got a good vibe. Yeah. You got a lot of zest. Mm. Yeah, a lot of zest. We don't got any zest. You know what? I see the zest in you. You do? Yeah. You must be mistaken. No zest here. No, you guys have zest. I not can all see the it. zest is at mm. the oasis. <laughs> at the very least, you got pizzazz. <laughs> yes. You got pizzazz. Oh, thank or, you. Well, I think you've got chutzpah. chutzpah. <laughs> this is sucking at me. Yeah, this is session that's just confirmed you to have exactly the same energy. Like... You can't buy anything. Wait, do you have money? Do you have snoins? Yeah. Oh, great. Would you like mm. to browse my wares? Sure, what do you have? I sell letter openers. I sell oversized letter openers. Wow. Mm. No, be careful with this. It's a very sharp letter opener with a feather on the end. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Jolene, Jolene picks it up and just looks at it. Ooh, it's really pretty. Feather's really soft. Yes, thank you. It came from a... Desert bird. But I don't think we should waste our time with these letter openers. Maybe we could find, like, a dagger for you or something. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. How much is this? Three mm. snoins. Three snoins? Really? Does it have to be three snoins? Can't you do better than that? I'm sorry. Insnation hits us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's true. Snakeatolism is always, yeah. you know, yeah. consuming us all. If you want daggers, mm. you should go to the weaponry person, um, Waylon. There's yeah. weapons good at whaling. The flails are good at flailing. Mmm. Mmm. Do you happen to know how much the daggers are? Oh, well, they'll run your premium. They're, uh, ten snoins. Mmm. Mm. Do you have food and water for sale as well? Well, water's pretty expensive. Mm. A week of water is gonna cost you two snoins. <laughs> Cactus juice is much more readily available in the desert. Mm. Do you like cactus juice? We've sampled some. It was out of this world. Oh, yeah. It's just like water, but slightly tastier. I don't see what you're talking about. Mm. Mm. It'd be cheaper. Yeah, but you can get the cactus juice in the desert for free. Oh, yeah. Let's get that letter opener. Uh Uh-huh. And we can mail in some cactus juice. Hmm. How about I get two of your letter openers and you give it to me for five snoins? Sure. Yeah? This is the most letter openers I've sold in weeks. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't suppose you what guys colors? get much mail. So you just said, I don't suppose you guys get a lot of mail. No, we don't get any. <laughs> we're on a remote island and we're the only town. Yeah. <laughs> what colors are there? There's all the colours. All the colours? We're all out of snorkel. Okay, that sucks. Is there really any other colour worthwhile than snorkel? <laughs> that's true, that's yeah. true. Snorkel is my favourite colour. Mm. Guess I have to settle for green. I do have one more snorkel here. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I have one, one of this? Can I have your very last snorkel? Mm-hmm. Okay, last snorkel ladder opener. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I guess I'll go green. Jolene, how does the colour snorkel make you feel? What does it remind you of? Snorkel reminds me of the blurple berries of home. Oh, you've yeah. got your letter openers. Uh-huh. They're sharp, pointy. Yes. And they've never seen a letter. I tuck them away in one of my belt and one of my boots. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, go and get some food yeah, for our day's sure. travel. And then we can just subsist on cactus juice. Sounds good. Sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want some food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got a lot of live mice. Do you like eating live mice? I don't know why I expected any different. <laughs> yeah. How do you find mice in the desert? Desert mice. Yeah. Desert mice. We just call them mice because we live in a desert. What kinds of mice have you seen? I don't know. What kinds of mice have you seen? Desert mice. Yeah, I said okay. that. That's okay. Lightning mice in the Thunder Yard. There's lightning mice. There's I don't go yard. there much. What's a Thunder Yard? It's where the clonkwonks charge. Do the clonkwonks have mice? Some form of a uh, computer mouse. <laughs> I have no idea what garbage you're coming no. out of your mouth right now. I'm sorry. My voice has changed. What else do you like eating? Well, what uh, else do you have? We've got uh, cricket kebabs. Ooh. Oh, you got to be real careful. You can't swallow them whole like you normally would, or you've got a big stick in you. Damn. I'm not good at the eating with chewing thing. Yeah. Mm. I still got to teach you that. you got to mash everything up inside your mouth. It's really gross. It's, it's fine. We've got Mineral Enhanced Dirt. Ooh. He'll really like that. Ooh. Ooh, damn. <laughs> Do you sell it in a container? Some form of jar? 
You want a jar of dirt? I would love a jar of dirt. I would just. I'd be waiting for this jerk. Yeah, it nearly it nearly got made several sessions yeah. ago. Yep. I would love a jar of dirt. All right, if it'll get you to stop talking and start buying. What else do you you eat? What are you called? What do I call you? Smoothies? You're real smooth. I'm gonna call you mm. smoothies. Does that sound good? Is that fine? Yeah, sure. I have nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although what do smoothies not? eat? Berries mostly. Mm. Berries. Yeah, berries. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to the Oasis if you want berries. I saw a plenty on go, yeah. Okay, we'll get them there. <laughs> yeah, okay. How about you give me the crickets? I'll just eat bugs. Okay, a week of dirt and a week of crick kebabs coming up. Thank you. They go back and they wrap up and jar everything. And they bring it out. All right, that's going to be our uh, six is an amount of snoins. Let's make it six snoins. Mm-hmm. All right. Here you are. Thank you. Have fun dying in the desert. Have we'll fun do. living in a hole. All right. Well, shall we head out towards the oasis? Yeah. Sounds like a grand adventure. Okay. So you went to town and the water? supplies you got were two pan openers, a week's worth of dirt and a week's worth of crickets. Can we get water as well? Yeah. We said water was like a week's of water was five gold. So you could get like five days of water for four gold. Okay. And five four days signs. of water. I wonder how Kamara and Nim are going. Do you think they've got into any trouble? Now nah. that- they're the really the straight laces of the group. Yeah, they're not I mean, I can't really imagine them at wild. all. Yeah, I know. Like, what's I wonder what crazy adventures they're gonna get in <laughs> at the bookshop. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah. Oh it's my not god, like any of them are gonna get arrested. Can you imagine that? I know. I have them breaking laws. I mean, <laughs> have you seen them? They have like no res- not respect for life, but they have no like. Pizzazz! You yeah. know? They don't have any pizzazz! Yeah, they have no zip zapadooda. Yeah! None zapadooda at all! Okay? Nah. They gotta work on that. They do, yeah. they do. We should help them with that. Yeah. Yeah. I miss them a lot. Hopefully we find them soon. But first we need to find that Anna. Hmm, yeah. Well, I guess we're going to the oasis. Mm-hmm. Onward! Nim, you've been asleep for a few hours. Oh my god. When you have a dream, you feel at ease. You feel calm in this dream. You're where you are, like you're at the oasis, and you get up, and you walk to the water's edge, and you dive in, and you dive deeper and deeper, like deeper than you ever would have swum as a human. Probably some a depth you only would have gone as an animal. And the oasis keeps going down and down. And then as you reach the bottom, there's a glowing light. And it grows and grows and grows until everything is white. You wake up, and Cremora, you two are startled awake. As standing over you is a metallic figure that says... Why, hello! Thanks for listening. Shout out to Jimmy of Brits on Bikes for supporting our Kofi. We've got some cool stuff brewing, and it's thanks to the support of wonderful cuties like you. Yeah, you. Have a safe and snuggly week. Bye! 